This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Come here, mic check, Jess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> World's worst mic check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello. 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 Uh, you hear me, though, right? You hear everything? Oh, You're on. just not going to be able to hear this, but it's all right. You don't need to hear the bed music. All right, you ready to go? Uh, we'll get yeah. started. Oh, I, you didn't even stream. I'm on now, player. Oh, there she goes. Oh, let me do Mystic Michaela. Hold up. Mystic Michaela. That's how my dad wanted to spell my sister's name originally. Cool. <laughs> I'm never opening up to you again. <laughs> I'm never opening up to you ever again. Most boring shit you ever said. It's just a fun fact. It's fine. All the facts you want are fine. All right, let's get started before she rolls in here. Uh, hey, welcome. <laughs> here we go. I think this is all right now. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. What up? Welcome to uh, episode number 12. I call it the <laughs> Dose. Okay. Episode. It's Kramer and Jess Uncensored. Special guest Mystic Michaela on here in just a couple of seconds. We've been knowing Michaela for a while now. Yeah, it has been a long time. I got to pull up her official bio. And uh, that's, that's loud over here. Um, thank you for being here. In case you don't know, we're just two, two dummies over here and Baltimore, <laughs> trying to put on a just trying, trying to figure to, it out. Just trying to put our life together over here, one way or another. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to voicemails later on in the show too. You know, the question I asked you last week was, how are you supposed to ask a young woman for things in the bedroom? Yes. Like, how do you bring that conversation up? Or your partner in general? Yeah. Like, what are you supposed to say to them? Uh, and interesting calls here in in just a little bit. Um, I, I don't think we're going to have time to talk about it on today's podcast. We may have to wait till next week and I hate, I hate to do this, but I called, um, I called Miss California, the girl that I'm in a situationship with the B word. Uh, and uh, she was not happy. In jest. In jest. I, yeah, I want to make it clear that it, you were not, you didn't intentionally say it. Well, that kind of ruins the tease there, Jess. Oh, <laughs> Oh wait, okay, okay, okay. Just kidding. Take it, take this part out. Take a part, take this part out. I Jess, didn't know. I feel like if I heard that I called somebody a bee, I'm gonna want to hear. But okay. now you know that I said it in jest. I don't want to hear it anymore. Okay. <laughs> I would. 
just tried to protect you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jess, we're, we've been a little emotional today. We've been a little emotional on this show. It all started because we got a text this morning claiming that we're racist or something. What was that? About? You want to you take a couple oh, seconds? Oh, my God. <laughs> and I feel like we never quite got back on track. And by we, I mean Jess. No. <laughs> like, that messed me up. So we were talking about the meme the like viral sensation that is karen like the term karen it's literally even in it's literally on dictionary.com not even urban dictionary but it's actually on dictionary.com and it it describes a white woman yeah that is um entitled asks for a manager possibly short, has like a blonde, short yeah. short blonde bob whatever okay obviously like we are just every every almost literally every single person knows about this thing that the internet has created not you do you still have the text pulled up oh um it let me okay let me just let me hold on let me just for just one second here because the second this happened let me pull out the receipt i feel like jess never quite got back on track today it just really upset like stuff like that really upsets me and i know i need to be better at that but like when it comes to race and like being accepting we are the most accepting of everyone and anything and that's why it just really upset me that she said this well the good news is that they will never listen to this podcast so that's the really oh speaking of white women Look who it is! Don't say, don't say that. That is so annoying. Hi, uh, Michaela. We were just talking about Jess, and now is embarrassed because you're here because she was doing something not spiritual today, and she's embarrassed to be <laughs> I honest got around angry. you. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I no, I'm not scared to be honest around her. I'm just not trying to bring in this negativity when we're trying to relax, and then <laughs> oh you got God, me please. fired up all over again. <laughs> Michaela. That's real though. You got to be real, you know. Thank you. Um, okay, so let's let's give a quick introduction to uh, to our, our friend Mystic Michaela. She's been a friend of a uh, of multiple shows now for quite some time. Uh, Michaela is a psychic medium and a aura reader, and she is the aura reader of the stars. You've seen her on The Real Housewives. You've seen her. I mean, where, who else should we brag about? It's always awkward when I turn to you and ask, isn't it? <laughs> Today show. I'm I've been on like, you know, Jenny McCarthy show yeah. and, and, and a lot of different programs and yours as well. The certified mama boys podcast. And <laughs> it goes, it goes order of importance. It goes real housewives yes. and then certified mama's boy. And exactly. Everything else is below. That. Yes. Like, way... That's the bio. I need nothing else. No. <laughs> way, way, way below comes in everybody else. Uh, no, but Michaela has been really amazing. And I think we, my radio career of 15 plus years, I've talked to many people that say they're psychic and I don't believe them. They have not been factual at all. But Michaela, what's what you're going to find out about today is that she's going to say things and I'm going to call BS and then we're going to talk to her again in three months. And I'll be like, you are right. Like, I'm sorry, Michaela. I don't know why I always question you. Please forgive me. Because that's how it goes every single time. Okay, Michaela, before you hopped on here, can we finish the conversation really quick? No. Just please. Michaela will understand. I will. So, I know. I know you will. <laughs> we're going to make her be normal Michaela, not mystic Michaela for a second. Okay, okay. Okay. Which, by the way, Michaela, when you text, we were texting the other day, my iPhone tried to get me to update your name to your actual name, and I wasn't having it. You're always no, being. I'm not doing it. No, you're, you're always going to be mystic Michaela to me. You're I can't, always mystical. <laughs> I can't have it any other way. Okay, Jess, explain this text message that we got today. And this is why we're, Jess is kind of in a mood. 
coming into today's podcast about six six fifteen this morning. It's the start of the show. Okay. We were talking about Karens. Yeah, no, yeah, Mystic Michaela. Do you know like the internet thing, Karen? She's oh, not. Yeah. She's not seven hundred years old. No, the, I'm asking this to prove a point. Like okay. I'm just asking her. Like, do you know that oh, situation? And I know Karens too. See, so okay. I am aware. I mean, she's very versed in Karens. And you know what I we know. did? You know what we did? We asked the Karens of Maryland to call in and tell us how they've been doing, how this has been affecting your life, because honestly, yeah. it's been unfair. And they've been mistreated because not all Karens are mean. And so we were giving them a space to share their side of the story. So I said something. Here's what I said, Michaela. I said, um, it's defined as a woman, a typically a white woman with short blonde mm -hmm. hair who is entitled and always asked to speak to managers, more or less. Right. Okay? Right? We can all agree that's pretty much the definition. Yeah, that's of like care. the basic. Yeah. Sure. Well, this is this <laughs> Jess, she's gonna be so mad. She's still so mad. I can see it in your face. What? Okay, this is what this this is what this woman texted in. She oh. said, Your morning crew is so divisive. Shake oh my, my head. I complained back in May, but still the same. We weren't even here in May, by the way, so that complaint was not for us. And um, guess offending others doesn't matter to you unless you're offended. Who states Karens are only white? We did not say that, okay? We're no, literally I, making I said, fun. I said Karens are only white because oh. typically – and dictionary.com says okay, yes. typically a white woman. We were going off of the definition that's yeah. literally in dictionary.com because the meme is about a female named Karen that is white. That, right. That's what the internet thingy is about. And she goes, you're claiming there's no black Karen. <laughs> Very ignorant of you. And then her and then her daughter texted us off her phone and it was because because we called her we called her because yeah, we wanted to give we wanted to talk okay. to her we just wanted to talk to her okay Michaela probably shouldn't she probably shouldn't have called her probably should have left it alone but it was <laughs> no. it was six fifteen in the morning I wasn't ready for some like racial BS that early in the morning I'm like listen let's just call her and let's just be like, listen you know like. We are a very uh, dynamic morning show. We're very open-minded. We don't have the wrong impression of our show. Exactly. She doesn't answer. I leave a message, and I'm like, hey, listen, we're cool. Like, that's Just it. Just talk to like, us. Jess, by the way, she's black. She's uh, Hispanic. She's a little bit of everything. She's a— Yeah, if you look at my 23 and me, I'm literally from every part of the world. So, <laughs> yeah. like, I love everyone, okay? So then we get a text back, and Jess, what did it say? So she goes, my mom was in the shower. I'll have her return your call. She goes, wait. My mom sent you a text stating her opinion. My mom is black, and you call not only her phone number unsolicited, but left a message using someone's, what? Oh, Hispanic race as a shield. What? And have the audacity to call my mother irresponsible. If that's not being I, okay, triggered, I, I don't it, know what is. Please don't call. I said it was like, irresponsible. I yeah, was just no. saying, like, to have an irresponsible, it's, it's like a one-sided conversation about race, I feel like it's irresponsible. Exactly. Like, if you want to have a conversation, let's have it, right? We are mm -hmm. even acknowledging that having a one-sided thing would be bad, so please call us so we can talk to you because neither of us can handle when someone doesn't like us. Yes. So we just wanted to talk to her. And, Michaela, you know us. We're the most, like, open-minded morning show. Probably you, like, on really want to hear it. Yeah, you want to hear the other side. Yeah. Right. And you want to like empathize and yes. see what parts of you may not understand parts of them because you're both blue. You both have blue in your aura. So oh, we'll see. Why. Nice transition yeah. over here. Yeah. So I was like, let's call her back. And then Jess said no. And then I said, okay. <laughs> so oh my we, god. We just let Kramer, it alone. You're like ready for just just getting her on board with what you're saying. Just come on.
kind of. It just hurt me. It hurt me that they were thinking, like, I'm not supportive. And I don't know. And that messed me up today. I don't know if it's, like, white guilt, but I just feel like when anybody comes to me after, I try to be so sensitive about race topics. I really, truly do. And then when people come after me about race topics, I just, as a white person, I already feel this, like, guilt topic. But then I get, like, really weird about it because I don't, we never mean to offend anybody. It's fine. We just had to get that out. I feel like that was in me and Jess's soul from 615 this morning. I didn't even want to do that in front of you. I'm sorry. Well, you know she was going to pull that out of you. <laughs> she said, there's something about some phone call. I'm like, you're really fuzzy today. Yeah. <laughs> you can't hide stuff from Michaela. Okay. But this is like stuff that actually affects your aura. Oh. Like the rest of your day can be affected if your aura is all messed up from something that happened early in the day. It's called reality shifting. It's a real thing. It yeah. was, we've been, we've been a little messed up since then. I feel yeah. like I'm just ready to fight somebody over nothing. I actually just, I just yelled at a friend over here because she didn't respond to a text message last night and she finally responded this morning. I'm like, oh, I don't mean anything to you. <laughs> what? Don't talk to me for 24 hours if you don't want to be friends, okay? Like, what? Why am I so angry today? Okay, so for some of you guys, Mystic Michaela may be brand new, and the idea of aura reading may be brand new. So, Michaela, do you want to give us uh, – what I say about Michaela is, like, she's such a great – if I had to define what she does, she's basically like spirituality for dummies. Like you can just walk into anything that she does or podcast, uh, anything that she, she writes or posts or talks about on TV, and you can understand pretty quickly what she's talking about. How would you define aura colors and readings for those that have no idea what we're talking about? So we all just have an energy around us. I happen to see it in color, but mm -hmm. you all feel it. We all have the ability to sense it. It's somebody's vibe. Like somebody can have an offensive vibe or a stressed out vibe or a great vibe. Like you just want to be around them. That's what I see in color. That's the aura. So we all have experiences with it. It's kind of like an energy signature around you. We all have our own energy signature that's unique to us. And what I do in my aura readings is I try to explain it to you in a way you understand. And so you have more control over it. Like when you're aware of how you're, projecting your energy you can change your whole life mm -hmm. just like I said like in like this is like a microcosm like what happened to you like you had a bad morning and the rest of your day could be affected by it but what if you have a bad week what if you have a bad 10 years if you understand <laughs> what's going on you can, a bad decade. you can take back control yeah. and be like oh my gosh this is me this is my pattern this is what I do okay or I'm doing this thing that's not authentic to me let's get back on track I see it in colors there's five main aura colors and they are Oh, green, purple, blue, yellow, and red. Okay. Now, before we get into what Michaela does, I want to give a great plug for her podcast because it makes the, the podcast magazine Hot 50 chart every month, and it's very deserving on here. But I swear to God, Michaela, if you beat me, I will never forgive you. You're so rude. <laughs> no. Her, her podcast is fantastic, and I love it. And she just did an episode on uh, – well, the podcast, by the way, is called uh, Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. And she does – it's kind of like it's kind of like my podcast where you do half with your husband, Scott. Right, Scott, right? Yeah, Scott. Scott, half with Scott. So cute. And he's so funny, by the way. He's just such a funny guy. Uh, he doesn't believe in any of it either. So it's <laughs> no way. No way. He calls BS on all of it, so it's great. Oh, um, no way. But then, so, but then she'll go into like, the spirituality part, but I just I just love it because it feels – it's very welcoming. That's why I keep saying about Michaela. It's just so – it's like you're like, but wait, I can't believe in this because blah, 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 blah. 
could not be more user-friendly and could really change your life. So I highly recommend you go check out and subscribe to her podcast because it is really, really good. And she just well, – I don't know when you'll listen to this episode, but she just did a great episode on anxiety. And there were so many people, Michaela, that came to me because I was talking about this massive amount of anxiety that hit me on Saturday night out of – well, I want to say out of nowhere – um, and so uh, let's give that episode a plug really quick and then we'll, we'll get into the whole aura thing. So that was, oh, thank you. what episode was that? Or do you go by episode 59. numbers? 69. Yeah, it's like episode, it's my last one, episode 59. 59. So if you're yeah. somebody, it, for me, it was a great, I mean, I feel like I've been dealing with anxiety for so many mm -hmm. years. Some of it was just a, a nice refresher, but you just said it so eloquently, you know, that it was just like, thank you for this. This was a nice reminder of how to deal with anxiety in your life. So if you're an anxious person like me and Jess, <laughs> go listen to that episode. I thought it was really, really good. Okay. Oh, thank you. So, Michaela, what do you do with these aura colors? Like, how can you then predict yeah. and, like, project people's life or their patterns or what do you do? So your future is yours. You know, you write your own future. Um, what I see a lot of times, and it's written in people's auras, is they follow a trajectory. So I can see like, okay, and you, when you understand what the colors mean, it's a little easier. So I'll just, like, if, like, for example, when you're saying you're dealing with crippling anxiety, right? So you are green and blue, Kramer. Mm -hmm. Your blue means that you absorb the environment around you. And your green means you're always trying to make sense of it. <laughs> and then because you're blue, you want, you know, you, you hold other people's hearts in your own. So when somebody else is misunderstanding something or there's conflict or there's post-election stress like there is in, in this divisive culture, you want to use your green, which is like your logical engineer brain. Let me explain it to you, energy so that you're calm and, and, and fix everybody. Right. And when you can't, you feel out of control. And that's an anxiety response, you know? And I think sometimes like for you, like when I, I can see you getting stuck a lot in life and, and you've been yeah. through thoughts where you were stuck because you just didn't want to deal with all those overwhelming feelings that were going to come when you sat in it. Right. And so I can see like your trajectory is you get little stuck spots. Now you seem a lot better because you're more creative. Mm -hmm. You're more creative. So that blue in your aura is kind of going away. And because you're supposed to be more like purple green, and the blue is like this inauthentic, I should be this way or I should be that way. Yeah. So now your purple is coming up and you've been more creative and you're trying new things. And now your life's opening up right. to lots of cool things like pe new people and new projects and stuff like that. Well, so that's, I think, where the issue comes in. So let's catch Michaela up on life because <laughs> when, when I first met Michaela, um, I was still married. <laughs> and and so she's seen me go from married to divorce to like terrible things happening to like kind of dating to like it being super messy. And Michaela and I actually talked like off the record before about a bunch of stuff. So Michaela, I feel like I've got to catch you up to speed to where we are today and possibly where this anxiety could be coming from. Okay. So last time you and I talked, you know that I was Careful, Jess. What's the word? I'm what looking? are you gonna call it? <laughs> Casually dating. Situationship. I was, I, you weren't dating. You were hanging out. I was hanging out a lot. A lot. And yeah. I wasn't quite sure. We, we and you and I had a couple of different readings about. You know, is it going to be this person? Is it going to be this person? Yeah. What about this? What about this? I literally sent her like 1,700 photos. Really? <laughs> oh my goodness. Remember? Yes. And I was like, just pick one. Tell me which one it is, and I'll go with that one. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so let's catch you up to speed, Michaela, and then we'll go into the future. So 
when we moved out here to Baltimore, um, there was, you know, I, I kind of had to realize because there were a lot of women that thought they were going to move with me or that we were going to progress things. And I realized that I can't really live that life forever. You know, right. like I can't like leave all these women just kind of hanging like, are, am I going to come with you? Am I not? Like, what are we doing? So I had to really kind of focus on what did I want? And like one of the big defining things for me was, do I want stepkids? And the answer to me was no. So that really narrowed my list down pretty close to just mm-hmm. one. Um, so there is this one girl that I started to date back in October. We call her Miss California on the show. Okay. Uh, she And we've talked about her before. Um, she She's great. She's fantastic. Um, we dated whatever. We hung out till January. Lost my job. And then we were still kind of hanging out, but I just didn't want to make anything official with anybody, right? We get out here, and the uh, her and I are still kind of talking, taking it day by day. And we're like, let's could, should we just see if we do long distance, could we make this work? Now, you got to remember, this girl is hung in there from yes. – I'm dating through multiple people. I actually told her before – I don't think I told you this, Michaela, but I was supposed to be – you would know this because you like Bachelor stuff – they did a Bachelor um, live on stage tour. Did you know about that? No. Yeah, so they went to just like city to city, like doing live stage okay. shows. And I was up to be the Bachelor in San Diego. So like she was like, okay, like she was going to sit through that. Then I lost my job. She sat through that. She's been through a lot. And then she's, I'm still yeah. dating all these Now she's still here. She's still here. And I'm really, there's definitely feelings there, mm-hmm. but. It comes with so many complications. It's not just easy like it was. She used to live 20 minutes away. We could see each other, blah, blah, blah. Now we're kind of in this whole thing of like getting you here is going to be really tough. And did you send me a picture? I did. I texted it to you. I texted it to you. Oh, oh, oh yeah. It's that one. She's sweet. She is so sweet. No. So, okay. So let me explain Saturday night to you. Yeah. Saturday night, literally, we're sitting at dinner and I don't – Think that we're talking about the future, but I don't know. But I just get this ungodly amount of anxiety. Wait, when she was here? When she was here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's when she was here. Okay. And I'm better. I'm better now. But, I mean, it was like – talk about crippling anxiety. Like, it just hit me like a wall. And I was like, what is going on? Like – what is this? Where is you know me that there's the green, right? Like, where is this yeah. coming from? What could this be? I don't understand. I'm trying to go through everything. I'm like, oh my God, did I eat gluten? Is that why I'm feeling crazy? I'm like, did right. I do I have a parasite? Like, oh my God, like I gotta figure this out. Yeah. Um, and it's like it's like low-key now, but it's still there. So I've had people, as I've been talking about this on my podcast, be like, well, what happens if it's the whole thing's because of Miss California? And mm-hmm. so Michaela. <laughs> Uh, what's, what's Welcome happening? back to my life. Welcome back to my life. So looking at her photo and looking at you, I think with your pattern is like, yeah, you get stuck. And I think you get stuck sometimes because you don't want to be a bad person and you don't want to fail and you don't want to make bad choices. Right. Why? Again, because you at times will wear this blue and it's really not supposed to be there um, on you. It's when you. What does that mean, by the way? What does it mean? It's not supposed oh. to be. Okay. So sometimes we wear colors that aren't supposed to be there. So you're like green purple. So when you wear, so the purple's more creative and spontaneous and you do what you want, like that kind of thing. Then you follow passion. The blue comes in when I feel like, because society does a purple shaming thing. So you're a bad guy if you 
don't do this or X, Y, Z, or you hurt other people's feelings or whatever. But the problem is, is you're going to hurt their feelings either way. Either you're direct about it or you're going to be like all beat around the bush about it. It's still going to hurt people. Right. So I feel like with you, two things happen. One, you don't want to be a bad guy. That's like overwhelming for you. And two, I don't feel like you like to fail because when you fail, you feel everyone around you's opinion about that. And as a like holding on as an empath and holding on to all that, it's it can be very like crippling, you know. Right. And so I get with you because you maybe feel like you air quote failed at the last marriage. Now you're feelings for this girl, and you know it could go next level, and you don't want to like fail again. And a lot of it is just outside influence, and you got to kind of push that away and envision what would you want if you didn't have anybody else's influence or energy or vibe on you at all like what would you want which is tough when you're in a profession where you share your life um i have gotten much better about not giving a shit but i think there's still that part where you still it's still noise it's still noise you're hearing and like what do i do with this and you know jess will say something mom will say something you know she'll it's just like blah, 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 to where i don't i and this is what i've said i don't have any clarity on if her and I should be together. It's been a year. And again, we've been in like weird circumstances, all right? Like basically since I've met her, it's been just weird. Um so I yeah, that's that's kind of where it's at. Is like there's just there's a lot of noise all around me constantly about the situation. And then where I I and you're right. I think when you say like I'm scared to fail, any little like sign especially if I'm going to like move a girl across the country. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. So like it leaves me in this panic stuck state where I'm like, I we're just kind of spinning in a circle right now. Like, are we going to do this? Are we not? Are we going to do this? Are we not? Are we gonna, you know? And then it's more labels and social labels, especially for green people, can be really stressful. Like husband, like I don't, I feel like you got this thing like where you can't just be Kramer as a husband. A husband means X, Y, Z. Okay, I do this. I do this. I do. And all How about boyfriend? Things? Let's start with boyfriend. Even the term of boyfriend, <laughs> I'm like, what? He's the like f- ready to move in. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like her. she's decided on you. She loves you. She's unconditional. Like she really is. And and she's got a very deep like indigo aura, which matches well for you because she is very flexible, and I feel like she can mold into what you need or what you want or whatever. And the thing is, though, I, I get that you because you know what a good person she is. You don't want to have any situation where she has heartbreak. Right. But honestly, it's going to happen either way. So you might you might as well just go with it. I feel like she's willing to take any risk of being hurt. And now you just have to take the risk of that, too. But why would you always be the perpetrator? Why do you think so bad about yourself that you're the one that would hurt somebody? Like, I think you're so hard on yourself. I have, I have a history, Michaela, <laughs> of being a bit of a love bomber, Jess. Is that the term you want to use? Yeah. Yeah, where, like, I'll come in strong, and then, like, something will flip in me, and, like, those feelings will just 100% turn off. And I can't help it. I can't explain it. I just turn off. Yeah. And my fear, like, again, if she was living here, this wouldn't be a big deal. The pressure is coming from you. You would feel responsible if it doesn't work I out. I would if she feel would terrible. Here. Let's say she gets out here in three months in. I'm just like, boop, flip. Or like, I realize in my heart, like, this isn't going to work or whatever. Like, ugh. 
Yeah, that's fascinating. Like you're a love bomber with like a conscience. Yes, yes. Yeah. Like, I don't want to hurt anybody, but I just know that I get all these feelings of like excitement. Of like, yay, I'm so into you, and you're so into me, and this is great, and everything's happy. And then it just turns off sometimes, and I can't yeah. explain it. Or even worse, I start to play the game where, but what about this person? 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 You know? Yes. Which is what I've been it's doing for like you know two years now. It's probably uncomfortable too. Like when the person who you love bombed, who was kind of like, well, I don't know. And then all of a sudden they're like, yes, 100% (laughs) and more. And then all of a sudden the power shifts and you don't have so much anymore. And so it's kind of like when somebody actually might even reflect the emotional vulnerability that you initially gave to them, maybe you have the own issue with yourself. Like when you see somebody acting out that emotional vulnerability, all of a sudden you're like turned off by it a little yeah, bit possibly yeah. because like you don't like being that way, but that's what love bombers do. They're very emotionally vulnerable. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like the opposite. Yeah. Totally. Um, so maybe uh, because the other person is like, yeah, okay, let's do it. Cool. He's scared. But yeah. And that's what freaks me out when, when I'm like, yeah, should we try this long distance and you know, a wing, wing, wing. And then she's like, yeah, I was like, ah, now what? Now, now yeah. what the hell am I supposed to do? I got a question. I got a question for you because you you know you've been doing this a long time. If you go back to some of my older podcasts with Mr. Michaela, she'll explain kind of how she got into this, and it's really it's interesting over on Certified Mama's Boy. But mm-hmm. are you able to see a photo of two people and tell me the future between them? Yeah, uh, the church like free will is a big part of your future. So I can see like the trajectory. Sure. So when I've sent you a photo of the two of us, does this have longevity? Well, here's the thing. I get a girlfriend boyfriend vibe from you too. Okay. It's whether you call it that or not, that's what it is. <laughs> I know. Can you just Hot. do it? Hot in here. The green person and you cannot deal with that label. It's like really stressful. It drives me, me crazy. Yeah, it's really stressful. It's super stressful. Poor Jess. <laughs> Every day, Mr. Michaela. You're like therapist Jess. Yeah, Jess has been dealing with this for what two years now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I, so I get when I look at you two, you're dating. Okay? okay, so that's what's happening. She'll move in. What do you want from her? She'll do it, and she's not pressuring you to be anybody but who you are. She likes exactly who you are. Actually, mm. she doesn't want you to change anything except she would like some more verbal commitment, perhaps. Of course, and. Yeah, the girl wants kids, and the girl wants to get married. She wants that. She does. She um, definitely wants kids. Like she's, she wants kids. Yeah, and she, but at least she's honest about it. And I feel like now it's you just deciding: is this what I want, or am I just standing in my own way? Let's talk because about, of, yeah. Well, sorry. Let's let's talk about the term soulmate because I know that in the spiritual world, there's, but there's soulmates. There's uh, kindred, flame, kindred flames, kindred flames, right? Um, kindred spirits. Kindred yeah. spirits. What is this a soulmate kind of connection? Because that freaks me out. So I, you know, here's the thing. I hate labeling it sometimes because we all have our own experiences, and you should go with that. But like when I look at you two, you definitely have a past life connection. So okay. it, to me, it feels more like kindred spirit situation where she's in your life to get you through something and you're there to help her too for a reason yeah like you both are in each other's lives for a very important reason for for honestly opposite things Mm. for a lot of for a lot of it um but kindred spirits don't necessarily stay usually they're there for a season a season of time 
Well, now so, you're stressing me out. Well, no, I, but I think, <laughs> but I think though, like, like let's say she were to move out here and you guys try, I think that would be necessary if both of you allow it. That's necessary in both of your guys' journeys, no matter yeah. what happens. And like and you both can of marry, you, you can be with a kindred spirit and have a wonderful long-term relationship. <sighs> <laughs> that, that that anxiety walls back it just came back i was it was getting better but now it's uh it just, like when i if i was looking at this picture and i was like listen you want kind of, i i just see you kramer being continuously kind of like eh, like yeah. this a little bit yeah. and then eventually she's gonna kind of like move on so or whatever. what do i do michaela you just tell me i'll do it blindly Oh my goodness! Really? <laughs> That's what you can blame me if it messes yeah, yeah. up. If it, doesn't, if it doesn't work out, then I can be like, "Well, Michaela." No, what? Just what do you think he should do? I think she's a good pick for you. She's like very motherly. She's very sweet. She's very kind. She's a good person. She just wants to. She's she's not materialistic. Like she's a catch, yeah. and you are too. Well, thank you. Oh, this just gave me anxiety. Is, is is that? Do you feel like that's where the? Is there anything else you see in my life right now, Michaela, that I need to be focusing on? Because again, um, this anxiety came out of nowhere. Is there something else possibly that's brewing in the background? Well, I think with you, you're just with career and stuff. Like you're just finding your footing again, where you feel like, okay, I'm doing, I'm juggling all this correctly. I'm getting all this. The systems being reworked, and then a relationship and a big thing with you is for whatever reason you don't feel like you can have emotional happiness at the same time you can have like career happiness or whatever right and, and that's not true like wherever you pick that up you gotta let that go it's almost like you're not deserving of that emotional fulfillment if you don't feel like where you are in career it's almost like you keep yourself from it as some sort of motivation to keep growing in career or something kind of like the carrot and on the stick in front of you you can have it at the same time and actually it can make it easier for you to grow in other ways like with career and this and that and, and artistically so i would say that's your biggest issue that you don't feel like you can have both at once or mm -hmm. you do deny yourself um emotional fulfillment yeah so wow this is because this is what we did before before when we talked about this i'm like well i can't until 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 and now i'm at a point where i'm like i can i guess <laughs> like now what do i do damn it no we weren't supposed to get to this point now what i gotta make a decision <laughs> yeah you're finally there yeah there's a the crossroads all right michaela's signing off on at least it looks like it could be could be a good match well let's uh let's switch over to jess so jess here she is out here in this world She's so, been, been with Garage Boy. That's her boyfriend. We sent you a picture of them, too. Uh, they've been together for 10 months? Mm -hmm. 10 months. Are they going to get married? Are they going to split? <laughs> Tell us right now. I love him. He's so sweet. Okay. I love him, too. So, Jess, you're purple blue. And Garage Boy is also purple blue, mm -hmm. which works really well. Like, I feel like you guys have a lot of similar wants and, and needs and, and different goals that kind of line up i feel like family is one of them um staying close and connected and all that emotional stuff you guys and i feel like you're more valued in this relationship than you even knew would be possible um from like past relationships and all sorts of stuff yeah um i feel like now you two have a soulmate connection i feel like you guys met each other and it was immediately like oh my god this is like perfect so i get it <laughs> Like you're like friends or something. It feels like it's just very strong. Yeah. Bond. 
Do you and, know, Mikhail, I laugh because do you know how they actually met or no? I don't know if you know. Oh, my God, how? Well. I, okay, I'm just going to tell her in the most low-key appropriate way possible. But, no, when I did meet him for the first time and I saw him, I just was like, I want him. And I've never felt that way about anyone before because I'm super weird about, like, touching me, looking at me. I want nothing. But, so when I saw him, I was like, oh, my God. And then, like, the next day, we hooked up in my parents' garage. <laughs> and that is not me. That's not me i swear to you that is not the kind of female i am to the point where after we did it we were talking about this yesterday after it happened i started closing up because i was like oh my god oh my god what did i just do i made him feel so uncomfortable that i made him leave because i was like i'm never gonna talk to you again i hate myself and i hate you and then now like i love him and i like i'm like obsessed with him he loves your freaking me like that's <laughs> yeah he was he was down <laughs> Like yeah, yeah. This is great. So that's that's, <laughs> Two and one. that's where the nickname Garage Boy comes from for anybody questioning what's happened. Okay, so yeah. that's yeah. There was obviously a very instant connection there because hello. Oh yeah. No, I love I love you two together, and honestly, he's not judgmental. Just like you're not judgmental, he's not judgmental. And like he he was in the garage doing it too. So. <laughs> <laughs> it takes two to garage, you know. Yeah. What I mean? It takes two to garage, not just the only one. Yeah. I mean, so what do you are, are these two going to get married? These two feel okay. So Jess and Garage Boy, you guys feel real like even in this picture, Jess, because you sent me a picture of you like with him. You feel so confident, like so comfortable, so happy, so like safe. Um, and he to me just feels like he won the lottery by knowing. <laughs> I want to like, cry my face off. <laughs> <laughs> like he gives me this energy. Like he really. It's so funny because you were worried about not being respected after that or whatever. He totally respect like he did he he feels close to like his mom and I don't know if he has a sister or something because I'm getting like a lot of female influence in his life and he feels like he was so happy to tell them about you bring you into the like I get a lot of family stuff here with him and him just wanting you to be already part of it so you guys feel kind of it's a done deal wow done like, deal okay so like should he propose tomorrow or and they're good you know they're young yeah. Well, she, you know, she had a what we were calling a pregnancy scare a few weeks ago. Uh, it wasn't an actual pregnancy no, scare. It was it all wasn't. in her brain. But, yeah, uh, it was literally just my anxiety. Like, I was having dreams. People were asking me random questions. Like, pregnancy was coming up in the most random ways that I freaked out so bad that I took a pregnancy test. And I'm not pregnant. But I was freaking out. Do you see a baby in her near future? Well, pregnancy dreams usually don't mean pregnancy. Cool. Usually they mean like new opportunities, like, you know, rebirthing new chapters and stuff. Um, but as soon as you want babies, you'll have many, many babies. Oh, <laughs> many, 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 many. <laughs> <laughs> so be careful with that. Uh... He feels like he's going to be this great dad. Oh, my God. Like, he feels really good at with kids. I'm going to cry my freaking face off. Yeah. Too many more times in the garage, though, and that might. Uh, I know. We got to chill out. Might be bad. All right, Michaela, I got a question, and then yeah. we'll let you go because I know you're busy. Um, professionally, you know, Jess and I just started this show. You've yeah. kind of watched my professional trajectory because we had this thing going in, in San Diego. It seemed all confident. We were good with it, and then we uh, we, we I got dumped out of that, and then we okay. started this podcast, and we're like, what is this? And we kind of talked about what that was going to be. Michaela, though – predicted that i was going to end up east coast doing radio again no way so here i am what's going to happen with this show now uh radio world is scarier than it's ever been another one of the radio companies just dumped probably 50 plus people talent this week uh or last week 
what's going to happen with this show? Does this, does this have a long-term trajectory? Is this going to be a short-term thing? Now, you know, I know nothing about the radio world at all. So but I'm looking at your logo, you know, the Kramer and Jess logo. Yeah. Um, I feel like the way that you make it relevant is going to keep you guys alive. And any, any radio stations that can do that are going to survive, but mm -hmm. not all of them will. I feel good about yours. But I feel like, I don't know how this works, but I feel like the podcast might at some point override the radio show. Mm. And that's okay. And yeah. I, so I feel like when you talk about what energy to give what, I feel like the podcast that you guys have is something that, and you already know this because I feel it already from your vibe. That's where you put yourself, that's where you put a lot of your energy. That's where it's like your baby. Right. So I feel like that's the thing because maybe on radio, you got, you know, you can put your, you can insert personality or whatever, but it's more corporate vibe feeling. Sure. People pick that up. This is you guys. And I feel like this is where it's going to thrive and keep the other thing alive. And I don't know how it's going to work with like radio. I don't think it'll ever go away, but I feel like as it kind of evolves, it's more this arena. You guys feel good to me. Honestly, it feels like it's just beginning. And I get kind of like you having more control over your, your audience and your, and what you do with them and stuff like that. And I get kind of like events and interaction and cool stuff. That's about actually like Kramer and Jess and less about the, I don't know how this works. Like the 106, what is it? 106.5 or yeah. something. Yeah. Right. Less about that. So that's how I see it kind of going. So you see the brand being fine. Jess and I together doing this for a while together, just maybe not necessarily on this radio station or any radio station in the future. That's that sounds like radio to me. <laughs> it's really cool talking to you though, Mystic Michaela, because the last time that I spoke to you, I was on the radio in San Diego and you didn't tell me I'd be on the radio on the, on the East coast, but she told me that like something was happening that I was going to leave. Okay. Here she is. Wow. Yeah. And look at you. Like when Kramer told me it was you and him, I was like, Oh my God. Like my heart was first. I'm like, yes. You know, cause this is exactly where you're supposed to be. Fresh start, like all new situation. I love it for you. I feel like every time we do one of these, I feel like we should like tell you something <laughs> like, like you put in so much hard work. No. I feel like we have to like repay the, the favor of like, I know. Thank you so much. Honestly, mm. like and uh, this has just been such a cool journey to have with you. Like all like this, it how is. many years we've been able to speak with you. So this is really, really special. You mean a lot to us. Yeah, it's very cool. I feel the same about you too. And thank you so much for just always being there for me. That's so sweet. So do this. Um, the podcast is Know Your Aura. It's fan It's like, it's so fascinating. If you found this fascinating, you're going to love it. Know Your Aura. Uh, go get that wherever you get your podcast. And um, do we plug readings right now? We're not plugging readings. <laughs> yeah, more like events. And my Instagram is at Mystic Michaela. Yeah. And yeah, my my podcast is know your aura with mystic Michaela. last time Michaela and i talked she's like i'm so busy with readings just plug the podcast or tell them to go to the facebook page i can only imagine because oh, yeah. everyone's having a breakdown right now <laughs> i know oh, it's so hard for people of one, of, one of my friends joined the waiting list and she was number like 1600 or something there's a lot of people that want to talk to Michaela. so Everyone. get in line okay you're not the only person in the world Michaela. you're just the best i consider you a friend and i just appreciate you coming on here and doing this with us thank you thank you guys you take care all right bye I love her. Oh my gosh. Thanks, Michaela. That was the best ever. See ya. Why are my hands sweating? God, are you guys gonna get married? I guess. Okay. <laughs> she didn't she didn't yeah. tell me when though. How do you feel about all that? Um, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. That I think all I mean, 
I feel a lot better about that, but I think it's just cool to talk to her because she's been there since the beginning for both of us. She's seen it. Mm -hmm. When I first met her, she was all... (laughs) <laughs> like my life is like. Yeah, she's like. Uh, why is it black? <laughs> why so is your it dark? aura is why? black. So your aura is dark, and there, I cannot see through anything. There's no such thing until today. I found an anomaly to this whole thing. Oh she's great. God. Go support her because we really, we we genuinely love her. Um, how, what do you what do you take away from what she said about me, Jessica? I feel like I, I, other sometimes you're like so close to your own readings that like it's kind of hard for you because you're like ah. Ugh. Okay. What, what did you take away? Okay. Yeah, same for you, too, because I'm over here, like, freaking out. Okay. Um, what I think is, I think that both of you are standing in your own way. And now I understand when she was saying that stuff about you failing. Yeah. Um, failed a lot. I, I failed a lot over the last couple of years. Okay, but that, but that's... But I've won a lot, too. Okay, yes, but that's the thing is, like, you, the divorce to you is a fail, when I think you have to change the way you look at that. And I think you have to change the way that you look at this relationship. If you guys try, which you should, because I think you should give yourself the opportunity to experience this because you've never experienced anything like this before. Ah. And it's necessary. And let's say it doesn't result in marriage, but that doesn't mean it's a fail because I think it's necessary. Like she said, both of you guys are teaching each other different things. Right. And the more both of you have one foot in and one foot out, you're keeping each other from learning what you need to learn, whether that's going to be a, whether that's going to bring you closer together or that's going to take you to the next step to be with who you're supposed to be with, whether mm-hmm. it's each other or next. So she is like, she is the path. It she's may not be, path. it may or may not be the end point, but right. she's the path. But it could be, but you're never going to know unless you guys both go on the path that together. Woman, let me tell you something about her right quick. I mean, I really, I really want you to put yourself in her shoes for one second. I, I think I'm very sympathetic to her because when I've been in not the same situation, but I have been the receiving end of having to go, you know, like my last relationship. That woman has jumped through so many goddamn hoops. Yeah, she has. And she has been here. Yes. So what's wrong with me? Now, let me say this really quick, too, because a lot of people are giving me or not giving me a hard time, but are expressing. Or just questioning like that your... maybe she's not the one. If I'm if I'm so hesitant. Yeah. Then why am I even wasting my time? Yeah. But I want you to think about every single person that I dated because Jess, Jess knows them all. Knows them all by first name, last name, stories, everything. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's how I deal with them all. I'm like, but, but, but what if? I'm the king of what if. Well, that's the thing. That's the issue here, and that's what she said. You're stuck, and you keep you are keeping yourself stuck. And I think the 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 whole failing thing. You have to allow yourself to experience it. And even if it doesn't work out, that doesn't mean it's a fail. It's necessary for you. I'm to proposed whatever. to that woman. I'm gonna propose to that woman tonight. What did you? I came in tomorrow. I'm proposed. Would you, would you be kind of mad because it wasn't about you? <laughs> You're like, but I'm supposed to get engaged first. No, I just like, I just want you to like let yourself do Ugh, something. God, this makes me sick to my stomach. Real talk. I don't, and I know it's terrible, but that's a good first step. Because Michaela, no, I mean like, y'all, no bullshit. Like she, she gets, she got this stuff. Like she gets it down. Like she understands it 100%. Like there's just some shit that I didn't even see coming. She'd be like, yeah, this, even this radio job, she pretty much predicted and. Um, some I other, know, that's that's so weird. Some, I remember being uh, in the studio and she told me she's like, "You leaving?" And everyone was like, and I was like, "What?" They're like, "What?" You were like, "Gulp." Yeah, like, <laughs> Is that when you knew? I was like, "No, I had no idea." I was like, "Uh." Here you are. Yeah. Uh, okay, we're not gonna talk about bitch today. We'll talk about that next week because we're running low on time. I did want to finish up with. Wait, I'm about to have hella babies. I'm scared. I feel like you are. Oh yeah, I need to talk about yours. Sorry. Let's make it all about me and then and stop. Um, I. 
I mean, I feel like it's everything you know. Like, I, I wasn't really surprised. I was gonna be more surprised. She's like, no, I don't see anything between you two. Like, you guys are you guys are a good match. You know, I feel like you guys are diving deeper and delving deeper into your relationship than you ever have. Like, you guys are being put to some challenges recently. Yeah. That not only moving in together, but a few other things that have popped up that have been challenging for you guys to try to figure out. And but I don't feel like it's dampening you guys like everybody goes through stuff and this is tiny stuff in comparison to shit you're gonna go through but i feel like you're handling it with grace and god babies though you imagine me out here with the baby no <laughs> like how ridiculous is that baby gonna be you're gonna be so annoying with that baby oh my god the outfits her name is gonna be fucking like petunia sage or no, some bullshit no my no watch me get like the most just like watch me get a boy the most like boyest boy <laughs> yeah hates everything girl hates everything girl <laughs> wants nothing to do with it wants nothing like, to what do, do what are you gonna do about that like literally with emotion you don't even know what to do no there's no there's no like that. they no matter what it is no matter how they turn out they don't have an option like it'll oh. be like weekly like so how are you feeling let's talk about yeah they're like, like, where, up, like where do we stand yeah you're, you're the worst <laughs> you're like damn it uh, no, I, I mean, I've always felt good about you guys. I've never really questioned you. Like, I just think that you're, you guys are good together. You know, like you get around some couples and you're like, nah, like when you get around me and my ex-wife, you know, <laughs> like it's kind of like that. Yeah. I don't get that with you guys. I actually, like no BS. This is no BS. And I'm not trying, I don't know what this means. I have had so many predictions about couples that like the instant that I meet them, I call it in my head if it's going to work out or not. And I'm and like weird people that just meet, I'm like, they're going to get married. And they do. Or I'll be at a wedding. I'm like, these two are never going to make it. They're going to get divorced. And they got divorced. Hot for since, and I hate this. I hate this because it was so mean at the time. But Holly, my old co-host, I knew her and her ex-husband were going to work out. And I told her that early on. I'm like, you guys aren't the right one. I, I may even say on the radio, I bet you guys are going to get divorced. Because I just knew in my heart. Yeah. And they did. So with you guys, I don't get that. You want to be in my wedding? No. Nah. Why? You don't want to be in it? I'm busy. Okay. <laughs> you want to be invited but not have to go? Yeah, just invite me, but I'm busy that day already. All right. Uh, let's look at voicemails really quick. Ask you a question on last podcast about how are you supposed to ask a woman for things in the bedroom? Yes. And just your, do you remember your, your consensus? That was a whole week ago, so... Um, <laughs> like we talked about a lot since then. No, I think it was like your delivery was unsettling to me. I just wanted you to be more like, would you down? Would you be down to try this and be instead of being like, I want this or else? Because I feel like when you act that way to your partner, instead of being like, is this something you want to do together? Is this something that you'd want to try together? They could either feel pressured to say yes, or they could feel insecure if they say no. Yep. Hey, it's Maria from San Diego. Raymer. You've got to ask, like, I get it, that's what you want, but you also have to think about how new this relationship is, and like just what Jess said, she may not be down for that, but she might just be like, oh, okay, I'll try it, but really, she doesn't want to try it, and that's going to make her feel uncomfortable. I know your needs need to be met, too, but you got to think about it in that way, too, as well. I personally would feel super awkward if a guy told me this is what we're doing or this is what he wants and if it was something that I wasn't down to try which I have said no to before in the past it's it's awkward I'll be like uh no I'm good pass hard pass please don't do something stupid goodbye
All right. What? With that said, let me tell you. Let me let me take this story one step further, okay? Because I told you that now that I'm in this new situation, ship. And again, I'm scared. I'm just trying to get everything right. My sex life with my ex-wife was terrible. It was just <laughs> awful. It was awful. This was so messed up to you. Like that's this. She messed you up. I did. So like now I'm like coming to this like everything better be right or nothing. Or it, see, I will drag you along for one year no, before I make a decision. It's not gonna be perfect. Stop trying to make everything perfect. I told her, and tell me this is out of line or not. Because we're talking about like, like 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 saying what you want, and I said. I want to receive. You okay? You good? <laughs> I want to receive one nude per day. Are you crazy? <laughs> I want to receive one nude per day. Oh. Now. My. I need to be careful with this because she's she's pretty shy. Yeah, don't. Uh, but that's what I said to her. I said I want to get one nude per day because that in a long distance relationship we can't have. Any kind of intimacy. There's no intimacy in a long distance relationship. Per day, though. One per day, which I felt like was. That is so demanding of you. I was in a long distance relationship for like eight months. And that's very. I mean, obviously things took place virtually. So I get it. But like one nude per day is does so. That seem, does that seem much. unreasonable? Yeah, it does. Because it's not. It's like forced. Like, okay, did I brush my teeth? Did I brush my hair? Oops, I better send the nude of the day. Otherwise, he's going to be pissed at me. It's on your list. Like, fuck off. That sucks. I, I was very honest about that. I was like, hey, listen, like, I just, and I won't get into our comment because she is. Yeah, be respectful. But I do think is, it. asked for some privacy in the, in the bedroom department. Yeah. Uh, so I will not share that part, but. I will say that's what I requested from her. Plus, also, it's, like, way more fun when it's a surprise or, or it happens naturally and you guys are in the mood, not, like, some, like, checklist that's a requirement okay. of you. You've done a long-distance relationship before. Yeah. How in the world else are you supposed to keep any kind of intimacy between it, two people when you don't see each other? No, like, obviously— That's honestly because I, I want I want to make sure this is really clear because I'm sure, like, Kramer Hater Club's coming out well, no, by the yeah. merch. No, I get it. It's no, like, for a long distance, like— Because I want to keep some sense of excitement, fun, yes. like, woo, yes. like, like sexuality yeah. and long that, distance. And that part is necessary if both of you are, like, down in that way to keep— to keep that up and keep that connection there. I totally agree with you and I totally understand. And there's things that we did, but it was never, I need this once a day or give me this once a day. But it just happened I naturally. I, I didn't say give it to me or else. I said, I want to receive one nude per day. I know, but that's just so. Because that's what I want. I know, but like, I guess to her. And I felt like that wasn't like a, because I, I heard the conversation last week and I was like, okay, like asking for like. Would you be comfortable with. Like, how, what would you think about? Like, how does that make you feel? Is that something you'd want from me, too? Sending one nude per day. Yeah, because mm -hmm. also, too, it's like things were sent and things were done over the phone or whatever for us, but it was never, it just happened naturally, and it just felt better that way versus, like, I need this once a day. I think the conversation should have been had. And it, like, what, how did, what was her reaction when you asked her that? I, again, I, I, I don't want to say anything sexually okay. that she's going to say. She's asked for that 
that privacy. She's letting me say a lot, but not. She's just like, can better just, stuff is my stuff. Obviously. So but, I, can say, I can say what I said, but I'm not going to say like what, what she did or didn't you, do. Or, uh, but can you say if the reaction was like positive or negative from that? No, I'd rather not. Okay. It's too new. And, yeah. You know, like I just. No, I get it. But that's, I'm just, I, I think, and I felt like in that moment, and this is the last time we'll talk about this topic, but I felt like. That was my attempt to keep things fun between us. Yes, and I do understand that, and that is important, but I feel like the delivery and the way what you're asking for is almost, like, not genuine. Like, mm. those things need to happen on their own because that is what keeps the fun and the excitement. It's not like, oh, here's my nude of the day. It's, like, <laughs> randomly I said when you I, least I need expect it. I it by 5 p.m. You know what I mean? Daily! You're taking away the fun factor because now it's a requirement for the relationship when it should have just happened naturally and it would have if you just allowed it to. I'd love to talk to people in long distance. And it's, we'll leave it on this note today. If you've done long distance, what did you do to keep it fun sexually? Like, what did you do? Because you don't get that intimacy. Yeah. And that's honestly, like, one thing that I'm really missing. Hello. Okay. <laughs> like, hello. Yeah. There's none. No, I get it. I'm not. We got it. Anybody. We got it. None. We got it. Zero. Chill out. Zilch. <laughs> How'd you keep it? How did you keep it interesting? And is it would it would it be odd? I'm wondering if anybody's ever said that before. Because I, I mean, I, I admit I'm terrible at relationships. So we did things for each other, but it was never like I need this once a I day. I didn't say need. I said I want to receive. I want this once a day. It was never like that. Our phone number, 855-Kramer-Jess, 855-K-R-A-M-E-R-J-E-S-S, 855-Kramer-Jess. Uh, you can also text us if you would like. And I forgot to log in, so if you texted us last week, I don't know what you said. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. Thank you again to Mystic Michaela. She is just the best. You can, she is the best. You can try to get on her waiting list, but she's busy, man. She got a lot, lot going on. Mm -hmm. Uh... Why can't I hear that out of here? Uh, Jess, your social media, please. Jess, do it. J-E-S-S-D-U-I-T-T. -S and I, uh, your podcast, too. Low key. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, I am. I am. Uh, I'm that guy Kramer on Instagram. And my podcast is called Certified Mama's Boy. So go check that one out. Don't forget, too, to listen to the Kramer and Jess On Demand channel. That's our radio show that you get every day. So go check that out. All right. We done? Yeah. We'll see you next week. I'll tell you about the whole B word situation. High five me. I can't see my screen. Wait. Keep going to the side. Keep going. Yeah. Forward from there. Go, 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 go. Okay. Go for it. High five. <laughs> Okay. We Bye. good? Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.